Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my wonderful and lovely wife, Patty. Hey, guys. <laughs> and today, we're going to share with you five ways that you can narrow down your life, your elusive life purpose. I did a live uh, a live coaching session that I do twice a month with my group here, and this was a major topic of discussion. A lot of people are feeling like they want to find their purpose. They want to find their an outlet of their creative expression, their create their, their creative energy that is both fulfilling and also self-sustaining. Like now we're living in a time with the internet especially where Doing what you love for a living is a legitimate possibility. And because your own higher self um, knows your true potential, it knows your innate talents, and it is very wise and creative, it might start to compel you to go in that direction where you're literally doing what you love during for the, like pretty much for your whole life. Um, and... Uh, Anyways, this can be kind of a daunting process that I, I went through. There was a lot of there's a lot of frustration, a lot of ups and downs. A lot of times I thought I found it and would come to find out later that I was wrong and and all that. Um, so, anyways, I want to share with you some uh, some me, Patty and I anyway share with you some tips that I think will help you guys a lot. If you're if you're sort of resonating with that situation where you're not quite yet doing what you love, um, you know, every day, but you want to. Okay, so number one. I'm going to share with you the official life purpose equation. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, Watch it's true. Out. Watch out. It's cool. I, I did a retreat in Sedona a little while ago, and I had a guest. Her name is Bridget Nielsen. She's a phenomenal YouTuber. And she came by, and she's another example of someone who's living her life purpose and has been for some time. And she shared this little equation, which I thought was brilliant. Real simple. It's not a complex. Uh, you don't have to remember anything from school to understand this. It's simple. It's a two-part equation. It's your passion, your excitement, your joy. That's part one. Plus your talent. So it's not enough just to love it. Like, like me and Pat, like, could you have an example you were talking about, about yeah. working out or something? Yeah. I really, I really like working out and transforming and changing my body. And, um, I, I have a genuine love for that, but that's not my purpose. You right. know, it's, it's not something that feeds my soul. It's good for my body, but it's, it's not something that feeds that, that, uh, soul drive, I guess, would be the only way I can really come up with to describe that. Yeah. Like I find like, like I love to work out too. That's something I loved since uh, I was 14 years old, but I'm not, I, I don't, you know, I've, I've worked out with a lot of people throughout my life and I've met people, <clears throat> excuse me, who build muscle a lot easier than me. They build muscle a lot faster than me. They have the ability to stay really, really lean and ripped a lot more sustainably and easily than me and they tend to be the people that others go to for questions and stuff like I was always in love with fitness but I was never like I was never really perceived as like the ultimate fitness authority I just don't have that look or something as some people are so it's it's I love it but it's not really it's not really my talent, you know? Well, it's not your life purpose, which is another, it was like, that was like the reflection as to like, in your mind, it was, well, I don't have the physique that people want to see when they're looking to like a fitness guru. But in reality, it was the universe showing you like, that's not your life purpose. Yes, you love that. 
Right. And that's okay. And you can do that, but that's not your life purpose. So we're not going to give you the stuff that you need to make you think that it is. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a confusing example because I was a personal trainer and I did try to make it my purpose for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so it, so it can't be, I've talked to a lot of people and I would, I would talk to people when I was doing coaching. I would say most of them when I would ask them, like, what do you love to do? And a lot of them love to paint, mm -hmm. but not all of them were like really exceptional at painting. Right. Some of them were like, oh, halfway decent, but they did love it. So for a lot of them, it might, that might not be it. So I, I really like the, the, um, example that Bridget gave at the retreat. She said, you can have a passion and love basketball, right? But you're five foot two. So there's yeah. no way that you're going to be a professional basketball player. Right. So you can have that passion, but the talent, it's not going to take you anywhere because you're five foot two and you have to honor that. And that's okay. Right. Right. And I, I will say like a little, uh, something to keep in mind is that sometimes you don't realize how talented you are at something mm -hmm. until you do it a little bit. So right. maybe some people are hearing this thing. I don't have any talents. This sucks. I, I guess I don't have a purpose. It's not like that. I would have never in a million years known I, I have like in a sense of talent for like speaking mm -hmm. um, until I started doing YouTube videos and I just got good very quickly. Right. I was just going to say that a talent doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, writing or, or, or like obvious color, coloring or, you know, art of some sort, creating things. It could be something like communicating with people and, you know, just spreading your light. And it can be something very simple in that way. So it doesn't have to be like an actual tangible thing that you're doing and creating something from like, like, for example, painting. Right, right. Yeah. So anyways, it's uh, basically what we're saying is you want to have kind of a somewhat grounded and realistic outlook on this mm -hmm. and, and, uh, Again, try to balance that equation as best you can and just keep that in mind as you're searching. Number two is be proactive about experimenting. I've talked to so many people who are almost waiting for their life purpose to just come to them in a dream or something. Mm -hmm. um, and it really doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. It, it doesn't. You really got to like when if you're feeling like that yearning right now, if you're listening and you feel that yearning to find it, it's probably not going to progress beyond that until you actually go looking for it. Yeah. And that can seem like, wow, why do I have to look for it? Wouldn't the universe want me in my role right now? Maybe, but I don't know. I, that's all speculation, I guess. But well, I can tell. There's a lot of stepping stones that have to happen before you can actually move forward in your life purpose, which we'll probably touch on yeah. later. Yeah, and I can look back and see there was a lot of value and a lot of growth that happened in my experimentation. Mm -hmm. But uh, like if yeah. you guys are serious about wanting to find out what you came here to do, then start experimenting with whatever, whatever in your life seems to have the greatest combination of joy, passion, etc., and something you're halfway decent at and start really going for it and, and doing that thing, you know, daily. And what that'll do is it'll either you'll get either reinforcement from the universe, from feedback from people, or just from your own self and how you feel when you do it saying, yes, this is your thing. Keep going. Or this is not your thing. Yeah. But that's good because then you then you know that's not your thing. And then you'll have much more clarity as to what is your thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt very strongly at one point to um, go learn and do, to do Reiki. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll become a Reiki person and I'll do Reiki and that'll be that'll be good. And there was excitement involved with going and taking the class and getting attuned Reiki and... Um, 
but then as soon as I was done with the class and I was attuned with, you know, Reiki one and two, I was like, okay, I'm done now. And I, and that yeah. was it. There was no more excitement in relation to that, but I still kept seeking. I said, okay, now I'm attuned Reiki and I have that knowledge now and I can just use that when it's necessary, but I'm going to keep searching for the next thing that brings me excitement. Yeah. And you know, and what you will find, and we'll talk about this later, is a lot of times what can seem like a aimless search as you follow your joy to joy to joy, it can seem like a bunch of like an incoherent mess. Some of those things will come into play later on. Like for, you never know if it, you might do Reiki later on. Well, it, it, now I know way. for me, now I know for holding space for people, being able to do Reiki and use that energy to help people with people's healing is something that I needed to do. And so eventually I can see myself getting, um, becoming a master Reiki person. But as for right now, that's not something that I feel, um, ex- you know, that is necessary, but I can see it in the future and I know I'm going to use it. Yeah. So it wasn't quite a tangent as it seemed now that I know what my life purpose is. But right. Yeah. And it can go other ways. Like I'll, I'll give an example when I was like, when I was a lot younger, this is when I was like, I don't know, like 21 or so, you know, me, me and you were living together in the condo at one point and we want, I, I got like this inspiration to go back to college and mm-hmm. to pursue psychology. Yeah. And it was a genuine passion, a genuine, you know, excitement. Oh, it, was even, it was actually even before we went, we lived together, just you and me. It was when That's true, I was yeah. like living with your Long parents. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what happened was I, I was like led to do it intuitively with excitement, just like we are by how we're guided by spirit. And then when I got there, it was like, wow, this is so great. But you know what happened a few weeks later? I realized that I hate school. I hate the structure <laughs> of it. I find the classes are very boring. I, I have actually. Yeah, because you attract- have to take a lot of classes you don't like, especially in the beginning to, to get the right. degree. But I ended up talking to a psychologist, like one or two of them, and the, the way they sort of laid out how their job was, they made it sound like it sucks to be a psychologist. <laughs> They're like, wow, you really don't have much freedom at all. I'm not saying it sucks to be a psychologist, but the way it wasn't what I was thinking. Right. But basically, I followed the intuition so my higher self could show me that, listen, Victor, this is not, this is not exactly as you envision it. It's not, wouldn't quite pan out the way you think. Mm-hmm. So now you know, and then you're open. But if we have all these reservations and we're like, we're like hell bent on something and sometimes it, there's value in, again, seeking it out for a little while through experimentation um, to discover that, you know what, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and one last thing I'll leave you guys with. This is a practical thing I heard uh, from a Ty Lopez video. A lot of you guys probably don't know who he is. Um, but he suggested to people to do three-month experiments. Not that you have to take this so literally, but his idea was that you you have to go deep enough with something before you know if it's your thing. Like there's usually an initial excitement with almost anything. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, um, if you, if you experiment with something for a year or two and you have to do a lot of experimentation, then it'll take too freaking long to find what you want. Right. So but the whole, the whole underlying thing with this number two that I didn't really emphasize that much. It's a take action. Don't wait for your your purpose to be revealed to you. You got to go and clarify it on your own by just taking action, like literal action in a sort of pragmatic way on that next exciting thing. Mm-hmm. And give it three months or, or a month. Roughly. Yeah. You don't have to be <laughs> like that, but just that gives you an idea. There's something to think about. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Give it, give it a little bit of time because sometimes you might 
find that you don't think that you really like something, but then you start doing it and you're like, wow, I really actually am enjoying this a whole lot. Yeah. You know? And another way it can go, like, like for me with YouTube, initially I was all blissed out and excited to start it. And, and a short while after I was met with the rude awakening, like Victor, you don't know how to grow a YouTube channel. You really have to get better at a lot of these things. And my own block started coming up. So that sort of created the illusion that this is not your thing because it became very challenging, very, it wasn't so the magic had worn off. But if I maybe had that three month marker to push through, I would have seen, ah, those were just blocks. Those are just, mm -hmm. I just had to make some adjustments because now that I have, I can do what I was already enjoying doing much more uh, deeply and I can like it even more. So it can be a bit of an up and down process. You really want to, you want to give it some time, give it time. Yeah. Um, number three is to embrace the healing process, which can seem unrelated, but it's really not because your talents, your passion, your purpose, if you will, is for all of us underneath the distortions of our egoic conditioning that we all have. So sometimes you're like your higher self knows you want to find your purpose. So it might seem unrelated when you find yourself attracted to certain things that have nothing to do with your purpose, but they do have everything to do with your healing and your transformation. Because eventually, once you get into a greater alignment with who you really are, you're able to more easily discern the resonance with various things. Like certain things will resonate that are correlated with that true self that is now more accessible because you uncovered it with all the healing. Um, so sometimes it can be a bit of a, a period of where you're just doing a lot of self-work mm -hmm. um, before it's even relevant to really go after your life purpose. But that's okay too, and it, it's, that's part of it. Right, well, and it's super beneficial because then you don't have to carry all that shit with like along with your life purpose anymore. You you don't have to carry that with you. You can release all that. Yeah. And I would even go further to say, you know, I, I, I look for myself like being on YouTube. If I maybe had that passion to do it or I really followed through with it a long time ago when I started to think about it, I probably would have had way too many uh, inner emotional unresolved issues that would have prevented me from really doing it Um to the best of my ability and I might have given up on it and yeah. said, you know what, I'm trying my hardest and it's been two years and it's just not happening. Um, but it's, it's, I think I waited for a reason yeah. to do that growth. Right, I know, because I remember years before you started the channel, you were like, I really feel guided to do this. And I said, well, you can then, then try. And you'd be, you'd be like, oh, I've been trying to shoot these videos and they're just not coming out. And I said, well, maybe it's just not time yet. Right, You know, it wasn't. It's because it just it, it's all going to happen in its own divine timing. Yes. Um, number four is, and this is a big one. This is this is something that I'm going to share that will really expedite the process for a lot of you, and that's to first let go of what's not your life purpose. The universe will tend to show you what is attempting to leave your life and fall away because it's not actually in harmony with the true self that you are. Um, but sometimes those things that are attempting to fall away, we hang on to because we think we need them. But that prevents that sort of like, almost like you could look at like your life purpose is like this golden light, but right now it's covered up by a bunch of leaves. And now your higher self and God, the universe is blowing the wind. It's trying to blow these leaves away, but you're like, no, no, I need the leaves. And you're, 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 you're keeping the leaves on top of that light and you're never going to see it. You got to let the old self fall away, which is so hard to do and so much <laughs> easier to suggest to somebody. I fully understand. And for a lot of you, it might be your career. 
Right. And like for me, it was like, I was, again, I was a personal trainer. I spent a whole decade pursuing it and building up a business and I genuinely loved it. So it was very confusing to me when the wind started blowing and this, this, this big part of my identity, part of my career started to make itself known to me that Victor let it go. Um, but I would have never, I would have never, I would not be where I'm at today if I, out of fear, continue to cling mm -hmm. to my, what was familiar to me. Yeah. Right. Do you have any examples of that? Not, you, you sort of had more of a smooth Yeah. I mean, ride, I huh? had a really smooth transition, but one thing I did, I kind of cling to was doing hair. Um, I used to be a hairdresser and I, um, was doing hair out of my house and, um, it got to a point where it was not fun for me anymore. It didn't bring me joy, um, consistently, I guess, if you will. And, um, you kept saying like, well, you got to just let that go. And I'd be like, I don't want to let it go. I do love doing hair. And I just, you know, and so that was, that was challenging for me when I finally decided to say, Hey, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then be like, okay, well now what do I do? Yeah. That's what's scary. It's like, that's all you knew. Mm -hmm. It's like, then you have to basically by saying, okay, I'll let this go. You're going back to the drawing board. You're just willingly going into the unknown, which is scary. Having to rediscover who you are and yeah. who is Patty. And it's like, no, I'll just hang on to it for a while. But, but it can be confusing because like you said, you like doing hair a lot, mm -hmm. but I would say just based on my own observation that towards the end, you, you I didn't experience that love nearly as often. You started attracting yeah. sort of pain in the ass clients and situations that kind of made you like, like, God, I just gotta let this go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yes. Um, but also I was holding on to the belief that I still loved doing hair rather than just saying, you know what, this doesn't fulfill me anymore and that's okay. Right. And it's time to move on to something else that does fulfill me, which it took a couple of years, but my life purpose had changed and became all about the kids and the family and doing that kind of thing. So, um, I had a, a life pur a temporary life purpose in between mm -hmm. my now calling. So, right. That's why it seemed like more, a more smooth transition because I had something that was necessary for me to be doing that um, fulfilled me enough to where I wasn't seeking. You know, does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the main theme is I just my this... my situation was different because um, than yours. Yeah, that wasn't the greatest example, only because you didn't find your proverbial life purpose immediately after. Right. Um, but it was life showing you that it's time to let this go. And it was hard for you. And that's why I chose to talk yeah. about it. Um, and that's where I know a lot of people are at that reach out to me. I can tell they are, they kind of know what to do. They know the next step, but it's not as exciting as pursuing a new career. It's more like the next step is to let go of this massive mm -hmm. safety net in your life. And it's so hard, man. I, but, uh, the universe, but, but will do provide. it because the universe <laughs> will provide and it can't provide as long as you're insisting on clinging to what's not really you. Then it's saying, okay, we are choosing to identify. I see <laughs> uh, with this false self willingly mm -hmm. and the, the manifestations and reflections of the true self aren't going to swoop in 
until you embrace it. Right. Manifestation can only occur once you let go. So if you're holding on to a, a career that doesn't serve you or a relationship or any of any of those things, you can't manifest what you really truly want until you let go. Because it's, it's like out with the old, in with the new. That's how it works. Out with it the does. old, in and with the new. I wonder why it works that way because it's so stressful that way. But <laughs> well, that's been my experience. I, I would think to myself, listen, higher self, I know I know YouTube's going to be cool. Here, here's the deal. Let's, let's bar- make a bargain here. I'm going to maintain the gym. I'll work a little bit less. And I'll start doing YouTube on the side. Well, I know, but that? see, that doesn't teach you patience. That's I, I, That's, I mean, obviously, I have no... Um, frame of reference as to why I believe that, but I just think that it's a way for people to learn to trust and to teach people patience, you know, because the human mind, we want what we want, we want it now. So it's like, oh, I want to find my life purpose, but I I don't want to have any, any stress. I just, it's, I want it to come to me right now. And that's just not, it's not how it works for me. No, that was a bargain I suggested, but it didn't work out that way. In fact, the more I even thought about doing YouTube, the more the gym I owned started to break down and make Mm -hmm. itself so obvious that Victor, you would just got to let it go. I, I, there was, it came to a point where I was literally dream in my dreams. I had what I perceived to be my spirit guides come in and say, Victor, let this gym go, (laughs) let it go. Plain and simple, straight up, no, no Not, ambiguous hey, sort you? of vague, vague, <laughs> you know, uh, metaphors. Victor, let the freaking thing go, man. You mm-hmm. got to do it. It was like that. I had multiple dreams like that. So finally I did. Um, and then guess what happened? And then within a few months, we were living in a different state. I was doing what I loved. I was making way more money than I had with the gym. Everything fell into place in a way that I could have never planned for um, until, I, I, until I let go. Um, and then when you let go and you sort of yield to your own spirit, your spirit will show you the way. Um, and lastly, this might seem surprising, is this. It's stop looking for your life purpose. Your life purpose is your life. Your, your, who you are and what you do in this reality is an ongoing life purpose. It's merely you taking action on what resonates and what excites you and what brings you joy. It's really that simple. And sometimes when you do that, you'll come into, you'll discover what can be perceived as what looks to be a stereotypical, more of a long-term life purpose. But the Reiki that you did, the gym I owned, the hair you used to cut, all of that was part of your life purpose. Because mm-hmm. at the time, it resonated. Mm-hmm. But well, you gotta... At the time, it was my life purpose. Yeah. You know, it's like your life purpose is constantly changing and growing yes, because we're constantly changing and growing. So, you know, it's like, do you, when you're like 50, do you want to like be the exact same person as you were when you were eight? No, <laughs> you don't. No. You know, you want to be wiser and know more and do more things. And, yeah. and that's the way that, your life purpose kind of works. It's always um, in flux, I guess. Yeah, and I would say like... Evolving, I guess, is a better word. It is, and I would say more so now because people are evolving quickly themselves. Mm -hmm. And as you change, your interests change, the relevance of your quote-unquote purpose changes, and it's just this ongoing thing. And it's very... The whole dance is literally just following your excitement and letting go what you know it's time to let go of. And there's just going to be a period of doing 
that balance. But as you do, you just come into a greater and greater like depths of your purpose. Like for you, cutting hair was cool and I'm sure you loved it. But would you say that when you're like serving raw pay to the people at the retreat, you are feeling a, a deeper connection to the true self oh. or would you say it's equivalent? No, I it's mean, deeper, it's right? way deeper. Yes. I mean, when I'm serving rapé to people, I mean, there's like no, there's no time. Like I, right. I was doing it for like what, two, three hours. And it didn't seem that way. I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I should probably eat something now. It's like five o'clock, you know? Right. And it's, and it's because when you're driven by spirit and your life purpose, you just have this energy that drives you and mm -hmm. and it's different <laughs> and it, it gets deeper and deeper yeah. like when i owned the gym i had joy there was passion there was excitement but not to the extent as what i feel when i'm doing this podcast or shooting a youtube video or working with people especially during the retreats yeah um there it's like i read this book it might not relate to a lot of you it's the way of the superior man <laughs> for guys <laughs> Um, but it talks about like your life purpose as a bunch. It's almost like an onion. Like you got to follow your excitement and follow your passion and you get to these different layers. But as you keep going and as the certain layers, you know, fall away and you move on to the next, the next, the next, you get deeper and deeper and deeper into the core of your life mission, your life purpose, which again, it could still be in flux, but you just get to feel more deeply connected with with your actions, the more you do what we are talking about mm -hmm. in this, this podcast, which is just to, again, let go and, and follow your intuition. It's really that simple. Not always easy though. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add before we bounce? Um, no, no, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Okay, my friend. So we're going to take off, apparently. Patty has nothing else to share. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was drawing a blank myself. Listen. Well, I we had talked about something that I said. Okay, I'll just say it. So um, for me, one of the things that really helped me to decipher what my life purpose was, was when I thought about the idea, when I thought about not being able to pursue shamanism and like, serving medicine to people what happened to me what I mean I just got really emotional and I thought like how can I live my life now knowing what that what my purpose is and I can't pursue that you know um because I had a lot of beliefs associated with it um like pursuing it being a mom and a wife and all that stuff and you know now having been going through the process of learning and, um, and all that it's, it's, uh, it's taught me that I can do, I can do it all, you know, and that it's just going to be a different process than what I envisioned in my mind. Yeah. You know, so when you are looking, when you're not looking, but when you're, when you find your purpose, just think about like, okay, how does this make me feel when I think about not being able to do it or, or when I think about doing it and that's how you can kind of decipher, you know, is yeah, that what little, you meant by yeah. when you were asking me if I wanted to share? No, something? no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, a little mind hack there. Like that's one way to kind of frame it in your mind and see what emotions come up to help give you some clarity, like right there on the spot. I like yeah. that. That's good. Yeah. So no, my friends, I just have a soft spot for people who are listening to this and they're like on the fence. They're like on the edge of a cliff and they're waiting to jump off. Um, I just know how, 
how scary it can be to do that. But maybe you can just look at my my example. Look like Vic did it. You can look back at my old YouTube videos and you saw I was initially in my one house and then we were in a little RV and mm-hmm. you saw me take this jump and now you see where I'm at now. I'm happier than ever. I'm more abundant than ever. I'm just I'm really just living my dream. Um and that's that's the result of taking that big leap of faith. And that's why not everyone lives their dream because most people don't take those leaps. But people listening right here are the ones that are meant to. Hmm. I like how your phone like made a ding when you, when you were saying that. That was a synchronous confirmation like, I felt. <laughs> yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friends. Listen, I hope you guys have a great week. It's been fun chatting. I wish you guys all nothing but the best on your path. Have an amazing day. Much love. Namaste. Namaste.